Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. Let's start our week in chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Peter writes, Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Different translations say aliens, strangers, sojourners, temporary residents, pilgrims. And I want to tell you a story today because that's where my mind and my heart go as I read these two verses. There was a man named Charlie who got married young to a beautiful, gentle woman, and they had two lovely daughters, three extravagant gifts the Lord sent that man. But he didn't always see the beauty. He didn't always see the gift. He was a slave to his sinful desires. He worked hard. He drank hard. And that made him hard, unkind, unpredictable, unapproachable. His wife prayed for him. His daughters prayed for him. His daughters grew up and married good men, and they too prayed for him. He had a Bible, and he began to read, and he read some more. And one day, the words on the page were more than words. They were offering him another gift, undeserved but freely extended, the gift of forgiveness, new life, salvation in Jesus Christ. He heard that message, and he repented of his former life and received the Savior. And overnight, he was released from anger and addiction. He became a citizen of heaven, an exile to this world and the sinful desires that had held him captive. I was in elementary school when my grandpa Charlie met Jesus. I don't remember all the details, but I remember he once was a grandpa with a temper, and then he was a grandpa with a big laugh, a big smile, a big hug. He had always loved his family, but now the love of Jesus was flowing from him to his family, and he never looked back. He never drank another sip. He was all in for the calling of Christ in his life. He knew the powerful transformation of Jesus, and he told all his old buddies. He quit his job. He began to go on the road doing chainsaw carvings and handing out Bibles and leading people to Jesus while covered head to toe in sawdust. My brother and I used to tag along with Grandma and Grandpa to some of these festivals and fairs. For all my life, the sound of a chainsaw and the smell of sawdust will take me back to those days. When I was 12, doctors discovered a very large aneurysm in my grandpa's brain. And my final memories of our family gathered around the kitchen table— And he was saying, as he had many times before, we're just pilgrims passing through. This world is not our home. He knew what this world offered, and it was temporary and futile and empty. He had found Jesus, and his new home, it was eternal and full of joy and peace. At the funeral home, the lines were out the door and down the street. In the brief years of his Christian walk, hundreds of people heard the good news of Jesus Christ, Savior, Redeemer, Friend. And among those lining the sidewalk were former drinking buddies and former pagans who had seen the good work of his changed life and chose to follow my grandpa to the glory of life in Jesus. I missed out on a lot of good years with my grandpa, Charlie. But one thing I know for certain, this world, it's not my home either. 
Jesus is my home and Jesus is your home. And I pray that today we would look forward to the day when we will stand in glory. I will see my grandpa and we will all see the multitude of believers and we will know that we are home forever. And so until then, let's you and me live such good lives that others may see our good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.